This week on the Fake Outrage Report, we talk about burgers, fries, shakes, virtual reality, and calling women the C-word. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, who are welcome back. Phil Causey here with you. My compadre in crime here, Sandeep Sen. How's it going? You're going great. Glad to still be on the podcast. <laughs> You've made it, what, a month now with us, I think? Yeah, I made it. I think this is the third episode <laughs> uh, as the permanent host. The permanent brown guy on the yeah. podcast? Yeah, <laughs> the temporary permanent brown guy. We're interchangeable, so, you know, I never have to stop looking over my shoulder at the next brown guy. Yep, that, the brown guy said that, not the white guy, just for those of you who uh, might be pretending to get fake outraged at that. Anything fun happened to you this week? Uh, well, the I had a debate party. No, we, we talked about that last to. week. Huh? We talked about that last week. We did? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was so fun. It deserves two mentions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you something that happened to me this week. I went on what might be the worst date I've ever had. Like, it was like a Bumble. I went on a Bumble date. Okay. And uh, I ignored all the warning signs, and she MySpace angled me. What's a MySpace angle? MySpace angle is when someone like angles their pictures to make it themselves look far more attractive than they are in real life. Doesn't everyone do that? Isn't that just the standard? Picture? Yeah, but some people somehow manage to take several pounds off. Isn't that catfishing? It's in a way, yeah. I mean, it was the right person. Like the person showed up, but they looked nothing like they did in their profile. And so... Well, okay, so she didn't look like her picture, but... Was, not at all. Did the, Was the date worse because of the actual interaction? Well, you know what? You, you ever walk into a date or, or online date, and you just... As soon as you look at each other, you're just like, well, this is not going to go well. Like, you both just, like, glare at each other, and there's that, like, shitty, toxic energy. Why was she glaring at you? I don't know. I, I really couldn't tell. Probably because she saw the way I looked at her, like, oh, uh, God damn it. Like, she just, like, she knew right away. She probably gets that a lot. So if her pictures look a lot better. <laughs> probably. So she probably, like, gauges the look yeah, of people. Another one. So, yeah, we basically chugged a glass of wine and talked about nothing for a half an hour. That's the only good thing I can say. It only lasted a half an hour. And then I, w- then I went and saw you at Fight Club. Oh, right. Fight Club. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing that happened. I advanced to the uh, semifinals of Comedy Fight Club. Yes. Yeah, you beat Julian, right? Yeah. That was a good matchup, actually. And I made $20 betting on myself. <laughs> I love that there's someone made a... I've made $140 from Comedy Fight Club. Betting on yourself? No, betting on... Though This is the first money I made betting on myself. Oh, shit. I've only uh, lost $10 on that. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, Comedy Fight Club, it's like a roast battle underground show here in New York City. And one of the comics makes a line, like like a football <laughs> betting spread. <laughs> yeah, on people. Fucking Billy. That's some funny shit. So, moving along here, we always meet our guests up front on the show here. Mara Merrick, how's it going today? How are you? Fantastic. Well, other than the uh, shitty date, pretty good. Pretty good this week. <laughs> Did you pay for the wine? Uh, yeah, it was like $7 a glass, though, so I don't oh, really care. That's not bad. Yeah, it's fine. I kind of needed it anyway, and you know. <laughs> I can, You're a gentleman. Uh, yeah. I Well, you gotta always buy the first round, and if she's having a good time, she'll buy the second round. That's usually... Isn't that what? like standard etiquette? No. Oh, I don't go on my dates. You had everyone on your side, and then you're like, then you had to keep talking. That's nope. the typical lesson. Nope. All right. Yep. <laughs> I learned so much from this podcast. I learned more than any of our listeners, and I've said that before in the show. Uh, Mara, you have a show coming up that I'm I'm pretty excited to go and check out. It's called the Prenup. Yep. It's about uh, about getting married and mostly about getting divorced. <laughs> Focus on the divorce part, right? Yes. 
And you you would say you are an expert in uh, that department? I would say yes. Uh, I've done it three times. So three. Uh, three times. <laughs> that is... That's yeah. that's the major leagues, man. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And so the third time where you just like, all right, you know, just went through the mo. You're like the old haggard, like just a cigarette mouth, like yeah, sign this uh, section one A. I'm gonna cross this out and bada boom, bada bing, done. Yeah, we went to the city clerk to get our license, and you have to fill. There's four computers in a little circle. Do they all know your name? Like, hey, Mara. It's like Norm from Cheers. <laughs> Did you just I know send everybody's lawyer? coffee orders? Um, no. Because that'd be funny if like he, you came back a second time. He's like, oh, I'll give you a discount this time. <laughs> it's like a frequent flyer divorce program. I just sleep with the attorneys, get free fees. It's, it's a better way. Hey, that's the easy way to win that case. Mm-hmm. There you Definitely. go. Everybody <laughs> so wins. So is everyone on this show uh, somebody who has some sort of experience in that realm? Yes. So well, everyone on the show has been divorced at least once. Or has had just like a disastrous marriage story. Like Pete Lee mm-hmm. had a pretty rough divorce. Um, okay. Yeah. Who else is on the show? We have... We'll, uh, we'll announce it online. You'll announce yes. it online. Okay, so yep. check it out. It's at Stand Up New York, right? It's at Stand Up New York okay. on the 19th, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'm totally going to go. A couple of my divorced friends are going to go. <laughs> Sandeep, you going to go? Well, it, it's so scary that like there's... The show first, or divorce? A, the show because there's so many... <laughs> There's so many people with such terrible experiences that you can make a whole show about it. I know. Um, and like not have a short supply of like, just comedy. First, you have to be a comic, which is really difficult just to be a really funny comic. Like that's like 0.005% of the population. And then of those, the people who had bad marriages and there's still no problem filling a show. Uh, but is I anyone like- else concerned about this? <laughs> oh no, hold on. Wait, let me, because here's the thing. I feel like comics have a higher divorce rate than the average person. I, I don't know. It's a theory I might have. I maybe. Maybe. I don't I, know. Be that as it may, it's just like it's just like everyone when they get married, they think they're in love and they're like their relationship. Like you know, they wouldn't be married otherwise. And yet it's just well, all some people these, don't like, get terrible married for stories. Love. Not even like regular divorce. Because you can't even have like a regular, oh, it didn't work out. It has to be some fucking terrible shit that goes down. And there's enough of those people <laughs> to fill a regular show. How often are you doing the show? Oh, we're going to do it once a month. And then uh, we're going to do a regular monthly show. <laughs> She's not even concerned that, oh, I, we're going to after three. She's so it confident might right now. Weekly. It actually might be weekly. She's like, I, I, I she, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to have funny co- comics that like you can reliably be funny and, and they have to be divorced. There's so many like. There's so many. Yes. So many. It's yeah. pretty sad. And some of them not might have been why they became a comic. Because I feel like a lot of comics I know, there's one issue in their life that tipped them over the scale to start doing comedy. And that might be some for some people. Like they had a yeah. bad enough experience for like, well, I need to cope with this without murdering people. I I'll said to my first husband, I sat down with him and I was like, thank you because I wouldn't have the life I have now <laughs> unless... <laughs> See? I destroyed your life. So, yeah, here that we are. That is a divorce success story, everybody. <laughs> Did you start doing comedy after your first divorce? After my second. Okay. But my second one wasn't really like, I don't have, that's just not even like a blip in my radar. It was just. By that time, it was just, you know. It was like a whoops. Yeah. I shouldn't have got married. It was a whoops <laughs> marriage. It was a whoops marriage. We've because all been there. Because you get scared of your own mortality, right? So you don't want to be alone. And then you think, this could be the only guy that asked me. I should just marry him. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> there's plenty more of oh, that. Wait, I'm supposed from. to like the person. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he can't just be hot. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> wait, you're not supposed to just say people for because they're hot? Oh, my God. My second husband was so hot. Really dumb. But <laughs> very attractive. <laughs> very, very. He was, he was a Ryan Lochte. 
Yeah, he was so good yeah. looking. <laughs> Yeah, Phil kind of looks like Ryan Lochte's mini me. I think we've. So I really think this is the second time on this podcast in the last month we've talked about this. Yes. I don't see it. Right. I'm, I'm deeply complimented. Do you frequent yeah. gas stations? Oh, you sh- <laughs> Not anymore. I live in New York. I don't. I don't drive. But uh, yeah, no. no Sam Bender said not that in behavior, but in uh, I could you know you also have like a kind of a, a lean body type, lean fit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I hit the gym. Yeah. There's also a certain resemblance to uh, to Timmy from South Park. So I think between those two, there's we got it's some full of compliments. Yeah, we? yeah. Just... well, he was one for two. He's batting five hundred with the compliments. That's uh, that's fine. <laughs> Let's hop into some outrage topics today. So two things today, both from California. So some West Coast outrage, and Ooh, you used to live out there, right? I did for a long time. Awesome. Yeah. So this first one took place in two amusement parks. There, uh, one of them is called the California's Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. Which is Northern California, and one is called the Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, which is in L- have you ever been there? I have. Awesome. That's in L.A. Okay. So and so what happened was there was some outrage over a VR attraction they had there. They had a, a thing where you could go in and you could put on a VR mask and get like tied down to this thing and experience this like Halloween scary horror VR thing. Tied down to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a panic button, so you know if shit got out of control, you could you could kill it whenever you needed to. And in the, I guess it's a, like a mental uh, asylum, like a crazy people home. I don't know what the word is for that. But it's, Simu- it's, it's a psych ward. It takes yeah, place a in a psych, psych ward, ward simulation. And in this uh, simulation or VR experience, one of the other patients apparently is demonic and tries to kill you. That's fun. Yeah, people... That's not what people are mad about. They're not mad about the simulated murder. (laughs) They're mad that apparently they're saying that this VR experience is offensive to people with mental disorders. What? Yeah. And they're super mad and they're offended on behalf of other people. Right. Which is sort of the theme of the show here. And the park had to apologize. They, you know, they had to issue a thing and right. So so who's mad? The mental health advocates of Southern California and a couple other organizations around there, they complained like crazy and they said that like their people are profiting off the stereotypes of the mentally disturbed. So did everybody get mad when Chucky was a doll and they were attacking the doll industry or like (laughs) when (laughs) there's so many things there's that's so many questions and so much to unpack there. Why are people getting outraged about this? Well, that's sort of what the show is about. The show is oh. about why are people outraged about this and should you be outraged about this? No, there's so many other things to be outraged about that have more priorities. There we go. Okay. So right up front, she's voting fake outrage in this one. Yeah, this is... Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm a psychiatrist. I don't know if we our viewers know this. I'm a practicing psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I have a website, psychiatrist.com, where I see... Pay- and so uh, this is ridiculous. I th- like. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're just because it has the word mental asylum in it. I, who is getting offended? Like who people who've been to psych wards? Because it's it's obviously a caricature. And, well, I would know, imagine like family members and friends of people who've you know actually been to the psych wards and stuff like that. That's who's mad about it. And then other I don't even. But I don't think in the article that someone that those people were saying that they're mad about it. It was people who've never been to a psych ward, and I guess it was represent representative groups. But you got to, you got to make sure well, they're that, just retarded. Well, okay. yeah. When you speak on behalf of other people, <laughs> you should make sure that those other people are indeed outraged. And this is re- like, what's what's the point of what? 
Those I, people I can't be right. outraged. They don't have the capabilities to be outraged. No, many people, <laughs> many normal people are have, go They're to psych wards. You know? <laughs> many people, normal people, go to psych wards. Like, and, like, and you know, you, you people get depressed. People who've been like too drunk. People who you know went on an people acid that trip are too or something. Drunk people that are on acid trips go to psych wards. Yeah, if you start acting in any way, be like where your behavior is dangerous. People and there, there are many like. I should be there every Saturday night. Right, and there are many normal people <laughs> in psych wards. It's nothing like. It's not like the caricature, but that doesn't mean a caricature can't exist, and we can't like you know have fun with it. And yeah, it's you know? a Halloween horror themed thing. It's a new technology, and they're trying to make it fun and cool, and I guess sell tickets to it. And people are mad about it. And it's funny you mentioned the the dangerous thing because. That was one of the results of this outrage. The original name of the ride was Fear VR 5150. And I guess 5150. 5150. We talked about this. Yeah, we were talking about this before the I podcast. I asked them about 5150s right before the podcast. Okay, so explain to me what that is, because I sort of only understood it a little bit. This seems to be a California thing, so I wasn't quite familiar with it. Yes. So if someone is displaying mental health where issues where they can't keep themselves safe, then if someone reports it or it's found by the police, they can take them into custody for 72 hours and hold them in a mental health. Like, for instance, we talked about this earlier. The reason I asked was because Stephen Brody Stevens, a very famous comic out in L.A., was tweeting manically once. and the We've police, all been there, though. I mean, the, it's real. Like, every three seconds, something just a little crazy. So the police went and apprehended him from his home and took him into game of 5150. If only Donald Trump lived in California. I know. <laughs> He's got to have a residence there. Yeah, so 5150, some... it's a police code? Yes. For somebody who is mentally disturbed, potentially dangerous. Is that, is that the correct? To themselves. To themselves or to anybody else? Correct. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the original name was yeah, Fear VR 5150. And when people started complaining about this ride, they took the 5150 off the ride, like the, the name. So then they changed it just to fear VR. And apparently all the people who are mad are like, no, not good enough. And they actually had to shut the ride down completely. See, I think when you start um, treating the mentally ill as like a, a, a very special, delicate population, it well, they are to be fair. I mean, if somebody who's potentially dangerous to others, that is, you know, uh, but it, when you, where you can't have like, you know, some caricatures and some like games that's that's that separates them more than they should be separated uh, so crazy people who might be stabbing other people you don't want them to have special treatment I, they, many... they shouldn't they don't need to be coddled and treated like they're they're less than or they need to be you know they and we can't utter the word mental illness or uh, have have a caricature depicted in a game because that might, you know, be offensive to them. I think that does separate them more than they need to be. Well, did you, does anybody, did we take a look at it? Was there like a guy with Down syndrome sitting next, like happily playing? And then there's another demonic guy. Was this a problem? Like, was it like a happy scene? And then the, then they started bullying all the other guys there. I don't get it. I really don't understand how this would be offensive to anybody. Yeah, the thing is, there's no one demonic in a mental institution. The, the, the well, demonic in, in thing this, is, there a, is. is a fantasy. Well, it depends how crazy. If you're crazy and you're in a, a thing, maybe you think someone else is demonic, right? Like, it could be a reality, would. maybe. But there isn't yeah. going to be an actual, like, de demon in a mental institution. That's It's so it's so farcical that it's that it's fantasy. And, and, yeah. like, and they can never do anything. Someone who thinks they're demonic or someone who thinks people... They're never going to be able to do anything. It's Mental institutions are very... Pretty calm places if you've and yeah, everybody's it, they don't, on drugs. Yeah. 
But yeah, everyone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just chilling. Everyone's getting happy pills. <laughs> there we go. Didn't you used to work at a place like that? I was like, I've worked in many mental, like, psych wards. Does that affect you in any way? You feel... No, because they're not. They're not that. They're. They're not like. They're not like the, any kind of caricature that that you have. So I mean, I understand that it exists. I think it's you know when things are farcical, you should you can roll with it. People don't need to be protected or no one. I don't even think anyone's really offended who's ever been to a mental institution. It's just people being offended on behalf of other people. Yeah, which is one of the things the show kind of focuses on. Right. So so you guys are both saying this is definitely fake outrage. I'm going fake is, outrage. This is fake. Yeah, I I come just kind of following your lead on this because this this is one of those ones I think is just sort of silly. Because we're older than you and we're wiser. Right. Uh, yeah, if <laughs> young, you want to go there. Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So because when I sent you the story a few days ago, you were like fairly upset about it. Like you're like this is fucking ridiculous. Come on, like I am a mental health professional, and these people don't know what they're talking about. Like that's sort of the conversation we had. Right. I feel like and you get very passionate about things anyway. You had a lot of passion about that divorce topic. There's so many divorced people. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, sometimes I think there, there isn't any passion. There's like, there's so many bad divorces that you can fill an entire <laughs> show weekly. Yeah, I know. Is anyone else freaked out about the marriage? I want to get married one day, but like this we, kind of shit, man. I, I'm well, not. I'm excited. Here, what, here, I can't remember if it's here or California, but... Here, there's like 80% divorce, but in Montana, it's like eight. You know, well, it's because so there's I nobody think, else. If you get right, divorced, if, who else? It's like, if you have <laughs> options, that's when yeah. there's more divorces, but without option. Yeah. So I feel like we need to go back to those days. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone moved to Montana. Everyone died. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I can't wait to go to the show. I'm just going to go there to pick up women because that's what you got to do get them at their low point. And I go just to went to court. Indiana. I just worked in Indiana, and there's two dudes for every chick. And a lot of those guys are engineers because pharmaceutical companies mm, are right mm. there. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get me a man in Indiana. That How did that be... work out? Well, I don't know. I, can't, I came home. <laughs> I was like, you guys well, are We're in New York country. again. <laughs> I have a friend from Indiana. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my buddy Chris. He listens to the show every week. Lives in Indiana. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he's happily married with like 13 kids now. So he's 13 he's doing good. Well, kids. Well, no, like, I don't know, two or three, I think. I don't know how many he has. I unfollow. I, I had a conversation with him actually when he visited. Like I unfollowed him on Facebook when he started putting babies up because I do that to everybody. And then I just so I didn't talk to him for a while because he's busy being married and employed. And then I saw him a few months ago and he's like, "Oh yeah, I have like a second kid now." Like I had no idea either. It was kind of embarrassing for me. I should <laughs> keep up better. Anyway, so let's move on to the next uh, topic here. Veggie burger outrage. Oh my god, the In and Out thing. Uh, well, you heard about this? <laughs> you heard about it? I'm so annoyed with this. Oh man! Go Wait, to so another <laughs> fucking restaurant, <laughs> you dumb, self-entitled bullshit cunts. Go away, <laughs> die. That is how I feel. Oh man! So, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know you were gonna jump right on that. That was I'm just sorry, the topic, I hate though. This, this yeah. is the stupidest. This, this might ever. be one of the dumbest stories we've covered on the show, and I'm, we've been doing this for about eight months now. This is very dumb. So, what happened was. Out in California, for those of you who don't know what the West Coast is like, there's a, a fast food chain called the In-N-Out, and they're famous for having like little thin burgers and fries and shakes. Some traditional sort of fun fast food. But it's it's like a cult tasty. following, though, right? It seems like it's a cult following. Yeah, In-N-Out. it's like Shake Shack here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or like kind of White Castle, but a little better, I'd say. What? No, they're big, and they don't give you diarrhea. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, better, yeah, yeah, better than it's like a uh, yeah upscale version of White Castle, but White Castle has that cult following thing yeah. going oh, on oh, oh. there. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'm, like, no, White Castle makes you feel sick. Yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> Immediately, I'd go in and out over White Castle <laughs> if that was. <laughs> that's the first thing I did, by the way, when I lived in California for the first time. My friend Steve picked me up, and he's like, "You ever been to In and Out?" I'm like, "No." He's like, well, that's what we're doing. Like on the way to the hotel from the airport, we hit in and out. Yeah, the first good. thing we did. Like it's it's a hardcore thing. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and it's good. And so what happened was a petition arose online on change.org, which is a website we talk about a lot in this podcast because people are always mad about shit. And some people wanted to get a veggie burger added to the menu at In N Out. And as of this recording, it has just shy of forty thousand signatures, which is a lot of people that really want to have a veggie burger. Forty thousand signatures. Yeah, of people that want to get. Also, a those idiots. <laughs> if they want that veggie burger cooked, it's going to be cooked on the same fryer that's cooked with the meat. So you're going to get a lot of meat juice put right onto your veggie burger, which is going to make it delicious <laughs> and also not veggie. Yeah. So fuck and off and go to a different place that has veggie burgers. <laughs> I like that you were very blase about divorce, but this <laughs> got your passion. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why are you so passionate about you know? <laughs> yeah, and and as a burger cook, that's our culture. We are so entitled that we think that we can change a whole restaurant's menu just to serve ourselves. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I <laughs> hate you. <laughs> so th there was some backlash because the thing is, the outrage was not about the uh, the initial sort of petition there was a backlash to it which i guess you're going to be on the side of where a bunch of people came out like the trolls came out and were like no fuck you like go somewhere else yeah like go, go fuck yourselves else. you fucking pansies and like a bunch of people commented on this thing calling them and uh, these are all quotes here bleeding heart back ass were dummies snowflakes liberal candy asses and very soft i wrote that oh that, that was, was you <laughs> <laughs> which one did you write no, oh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you knew this so passionately. It was very likely that yeah, you Yeah, we've not had a guest jump on a topic that quickly since I've done... This is... Uh, I mean, we're happy to have you here today. Well, I don't angry. go to McDonald's and ask them for surf and turf. I go I'm, and be like, no, 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 I'll wait. I'll wait for you to go buy it and figure out how to cook it for me. Like, they I don't do that. They weren't doing that either. They were just petitioning for them to consider a veggie burger. That's so ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. See, here's the thing. I'm kind of on the other side of this. Not because I give a shit about veggie burgers. I don't care about vegetarianism. But the thing is, the people who were mad that people wanted to get veggie burgers, it, I kind of look at it the same way I look at, like, gay marriage. It's like, well, then you don't have to get one. You know what I mean? It, it's like, yeah. why are you telling other people how they should be eating is kind of, like, the, the issue. What do you mean? Like, if people are saying, like, oh, you're a pansy because you want a veggie burger. You should be eating, like, a man or well, whatever I'm macho. I'm not saying that they're a pansy because they want a veggie burger. I'm saying the there are 9 million vegetarian restaurants in California. Especially in L.A. Aren't, Go like, to one of those. There's probably some that are, one. like, next door in that yeah. part of the, there yeah, are part a of million. the country. Is, Just, that's a big thing, right? In, in, uh, in L.A., like, choosing and vegan and all that. Yes, kinda. please. Go enjoy it so yeah. anywhere else. But these people want to have the shake and the fries. They have their cost of doing business <laughs> down. Their CBA. Oh there's just leave them alone. Go go anywhere else. <laughs> so <laughs> so just it's just, just like when you're a little kid and you're like parents. I don't want to eat the food that my parents make, and so they bitch and they moan and they don't eat it. And some parents succumb and make them their own menu. 
But this is why we have pansy-ass adults, because they got everything that they wanted, and they didn't have to work for it, and they didn't have to sacrifice. I think there are a lot of issues that are coming out from this, from people wanting veggie burgers. They should just eat the damn food that's there, or go someplace where they have the food. You're going to eat what everyone else is eating, and you're going to fucking like it. Yes! Now sit down. Sit down! uh, So my niece is vegetarian, and her favorite place is In-N-Out. And my sister, and they get the uh, grilled cheese animal style. So for the veggie people, uh, you can try that. Well, and it's funny that was acknowledged in one of the articles. Is because you can go there; it's not on the menu, but you can go there and say, "Hey, I just want a grilled cheese," because you don't want to get meat. Mm-hmm. But the people on their thing they wrote were like, "No, like that's we no, that's not good enough. That's not sufficient. We want an actual burger for us, a patty. Yeah, some kind mm-hmm. of patty. And well, animal style means what again?" Uh, I think there is like they put like lettuce, tomato, some grilled onions. Onions, right? They they throw some extra shit on there. The secret thing. That's the California. I don't know. I don't eat burgers, so I don't go there. You know, so (laughs) I don't actually force them to make me something. But 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 if you sign this petition, and they added a veggie burger, then you totally could go there. (laughs) If don't add a veggie burger, I will think less of you. (laughs) You hear that in and out? If you're listening out in California. Comedian Mara Merrick will lose respect for your establishment. <laughs> Stay strong. Stay strong. Don't give in to the... Uh, Same with Chick-fil-A. You have an opinion? Keep it. Whatever. So it's wrong. Who cares? It's Chick-fil-A in Manhattan now. Yeah, It's so apparently good. hugely popular, too. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, dude. They do a kick-ass They hate Wait, homos. have you been to the one in Manhattan? No. Okay. Because I feel like city restaurant, city fast food places are much worse than suburban. I agree. I feel like there's not a lot of care and concern. Right. New Yorkers do not care about <laughs> their jobs. In and Out is a very sexual title, by the way, for a for a fast food for a. a oh, a bring restaurant. it back to sex, Sandy. It always comes back to sex, with Sandy. <laughs> <but it> really. I think this is part of why it's a cult following because I didn't think the food was that good. People, people probably showed up thinking they were going to get sex, and then they were like, "Oh, it's just burgers." Like, fine, I'll try one. And they're like, "Oh, these burgers are awesome." Never mind. Let's let's keep the name. Yeah, there's no seating. There's <laughs> in and out. That's why. Just no, beds. but they have seating. They do? Yeah. Yeah, it's like fast food. It's a regular kind of. fast food joint. Haven't you? See? No, it's, it's are, more you sexual. You live in LA? You should know these things. I don't like burgers. So, I don't so you never there. even, like, on a drunken whim, went to In N Out? No, I hate burgers. I don't eat red meat. And I would never force them to put menu items that. But no one's suitable. forcing in and out to do anything. They're well, asking. they are. They're trying to force them, though. No, they're, yeah, they're, asking. they're petitioning. They're literally they're petitioning. But the petition, Ooh. if goes through, wouldn't make in and out. It, it's well, like showing to, that there's a demand for well, it. Well, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They said them when they got the thirty thousand. Like, oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of money to be had here if we. The petition said when they got to forty thousand people. That's not really on the scale of it. That's not very many. No, people. No, yeah, when you compare it to the greater Los Angeles populace in like San Francisco, that's not many people. Yeah, all those cities. But there, yeah. there are only a small percentage of people will actually fill out a petition. So that's like, true. You could, you could uh, extrapolate that, like for every well, one that, person that being signs, said, like people. that part of the country you'd think is the one place where they would maybe succumb to that, right? The veggie because it's such a trendy thing down there. Maybe. So as far as the outrage goes in this one, uh, I think that people's outrage at the fact that somebody else wants a veggie burger is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I. I, I as as much as I like like Mara, I I I don't understand why they're just asking for a veggie burger. <laughs> yeah, they're not hurting anybody. They're not <laughs> taking anything away from you. So I gotta go fake outrage. <laughs> I gotta go fake. Mara, what's I'm your outraged. opinion? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, good job. So yeah, so two to one on that one. And that wraps up that. Now, before we uh, bounce on out of here, we always give our guests the opportunity. If there's anything that you are currently, anything ruining your week aside from this, anything that you're outraged about that you want to let off a little steam on? I don't know. Today I was talking with my girlfriend about boundaries, how I'm pretty good about maintaining my boundary, but then I always come off as a cunt. Do you find that women are 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 cunts? That I can't say out loud. <laughs> um, in what Wait, context? What was the question? Yeah. Well, we talked about this earlier about my work, and then how I uh, I had to stand up for myself at work, and I just said no. And oh, we're um, gonna get some coworker gossip on the yes, fake outrage coworker report. Gossip. Yeah, she's not gonna hear but this, so who cares? No, she's. Horrible, and she has bad hair. Um, she Ooh, that's a low blow. <laughs> it's a mullet. It's appropriate. Um, no, I stood up for myself, and I was in the right. And but everyone was like, "Who you came off really bitchy and harsh." And I was like, "No matter what, even if you're right, you come off as bitchy." I don't know. You're, so you're, you're outraged that dudes. when you stick up for yourself, that people just label you as a bitch outright, rather yes. than try to hear your side of the story. Um, you know, I can see that because sometimes like, and I get it from a different side because I'm obviously a different human being than you are, but like sometimes if somebody starts with me and they start a argument and I start winning the argument, they try to like immediately label me as something. It's like, oh, they you're only Colin saying Seth? that because you hate women or you're racist or you're whatever the label may be. So mm -hmm. I kind of understand what you're saying on they that. Sort of deflect a little bit? A lot. Well, no, not even deflect. They try to undermine. They Do try you to attack your... Hmm? Do you work with chicks? I work with, yeah. I mean, I work in at a hotel in New York City, which is the most diverse work environment mm -hmm. I've ever experienced in my life. So, yeah, I work with a lot of women, a lot of people of different backgrounds, different languages, like everything. So, like, I have to walk in eggshells a lot. Do you, do you feel that the women are bitchy? Not at all, no. Well, I mean, nice. I'm sure that this is a, a, a gender thing. Maybe women get it worse, but you being right, which, and we talked about this, I think you were totally right. But as far as what the other person's perception of how you... You being right means nothing because the other person doesn't agree that you're right. By, by definition, just because they're on the other side of it. And so then there are you're, there's ways to communicate. And there's like all these books written about it, like how to win friends and influence people and like how to... But you're oh, supposed to... You know, Carnegie. you have to like acknowledge the other person's point of view. And, I don't care about winning But what she's mad about... Right, but that's, <laughs> a, that's what comes off to, as people as like bitchy or as, as mean. Yeah, she's mad about being undermined uh, as a, like a human, as a character. You know what I mean? Like people, rather than say... I disagree with you because X, Y, and Z, they just try to label you and like undermine you as a person first. Like they, yeah, they sweep they the legs personal. rather than try to so know, I think had have you been a, a man, conversation. They, that person still would have been offended um, and not liked how, how, how they were talked to because, because the rightness, there is that all that My shit God. where you have to uh, acknowledge the other person's point of view and self deprecate and all that crap. Now, uh, where the gender thing might come in is it it might as a man might he uh, he's a dick but they might hold it against you less than as a woman that I don't I can't speak to it mm. as not a woman but I could see that happening. That's too. a good thing because I really was thinking about it as like a female male thing all today that kind of opened my eyes. That's interesting. Opening up some gender wars here at the fake out. <laughs> yeah, not again. Not that you were wrong with anything, but there's a whole like science of how to. There's all this like thing of like psychology of how of to nice. talk to people when you have a difference of opinion so that they don't feel bad and 
how you do it. And I've, I've read these and I do all the opposite shit. So I'm like, oh, that's how that might have gone better. And, then, and see, if everyone would read that book and not get mad on the internet, this show would not exist. Right. So, you know, so please don't read the book. Yeah. So please, please don't learn how to communicate. Please be angry online so we can make fun of you more. Uh, <laughs> that's a good place to uh, wrap it up today. Um, you can follow Mara Merrick online at Mara Merrick. M-A-R-A-M-A-R-E-K. Yep. Awesome. On like Twitter and all that good stuff. Shoot us a line anytime you want at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. And we're going to start fi- finally using our Twitter handle again, I think, this week at fakeoutragerept. <laughs> Hit us up there. Until next time, peace and love. Go eat a burger or something. <laughs>